Shalom. Welcome to Parsha Perusal. This is Pastor Sam from Northern California. And today we're going to be looking at Parsha uh, Kuchat, found in Numbers 19.1 through 22.1. We are going to actually only be looking at Numbers 19.1 through 10 in this segment today. And it is talking about the red heifer. And the red heifer is kind of a mystery as to why exactly uh, it was commanded for them to do. It has to do, though, with purification. We're going to be talking uh, about that in just a few minutes. So let's go ahead and look at Numbers 19, starting at verse 1 and going through verse 10. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord has commanded, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring you a red heifer without blemish, in which there is no defect, and on which a yoke has never come. You shall give it to Eliezer, the priest, that he may take it outside the camp, and it shall be slaughtered before him. And Eliezer, the priest, shall take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle some of its blood seven times directly in front of the tabernacle of meeting. Then the heifer shall be burned in his sight, its hide, its flesh, its blood, and its offal shall be burned. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast them into the midst of the fire, burning the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes, he shall bathe in water, and afterwards he shall come into the camp. The priest shall be unclean until evening. And the one who burns it shall wash his clothes in water, bathe in water, and shall be unclean until evening. Then a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and store them outside the camp in a clean place, and they shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel, for the water of purification. It is for purifying from sin. And the one who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. It shall be a statue forever to the children of Israel and to the stranger who dwells among them. So let's just spend just a moment talking about this. Um, very interesting practice that the Lord commands Moses and Aaron. Uh, He says, this is the ordinance of the law, which the Lord has commanded, saying, speak to the children of Israel, that they bring you a red heifer without blemish. So this had to be a red heifer, had to be, um, it's a brownish red color without any blemish, without any spot, any issue at all, in which there is no defect and on which a yoke has never come. So it it cannot be uh, a red heifer that has been used for plowing a field or had an oak, a a yoke at any time attached to it. It had to be completely without blemish and completely free, uh, never used for any work. You shall give it to Eliezer, the priest, that he take it outside the camp and it shall be slaughtered before him. Then it says that the priest shall take some of its blood, some of its blood with his finger, and sprinkle some of its blood seven times directly in front of the tabernacle meeting. Um, then the heifer shall be burned in his sight. Its hide, its flesh, its blood, its offal, everything is to be burned. And the priest shall also take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast them into the midst of the fire, burning the heifer. So that's interesting, too, that, that it was supposed to be mixed with cedar wood, uh, hyssop, and scarlet, and that was supposed to be put in there uh, 
with the red heifer. Uh, the priest was then supposed to clean himself, wash his clothes, he shall bathe in water, and afterwards he shall come into the camp, um, and he will be unclean until evening. Uh, the one who burns it shall also wash his clothes in water, bathe in water, and shall be unclean until evening. Then the man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and store them outside the camp in a clean place. So the ashes is what they were collecting. And uh, they shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for the water of purification. It is for purifying from sin. So I find this very interesting that this, the ashes of this red heifer uh, was for the purpose of purification, uh, purifying uh, the children of Israel from sin, um, uh, purifying uh, them for, uh, from sin also so that they could do service uh, before the Lord. Um, the one who gathers the ashes of the heifer um, also had to, had to uh, wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. But this was supposed to be something that they did forever. Uh, this shall be a statute forever to the children of Israel and to the stranger who dwells among them. So this is something that both the children of Israel and anyone dwelling with them uh, was supposed to uh, partake of. Um, the water for purification, I find that kind of interesting because to me it seems like it's indicating the water that you would need to go through to be purified so you could come into the holy place to worship the Lord, uh, kind of like a mikvah of some kind, so that the ashes of the red heifer were supposed to be mixed in with that water. Uh, but it also says it's for purifying from sin. So it was something very important that uh, was necessary for worship. Um, interesting in scripture, it talks about uh, though my sins, though, though our sins are as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. If you mix these ashes in with water, um, I'm not sure what it would do to the water, but if you knew that those ashes were mixed in as you were as you were um, purifying yourself, as you were washing yourself, going through this water with the ashes, you would be reminded of the stain of sin and also of blood that was required to purify from sin. And so it could could be that this was a reminder to say it the only thing that truly purifies us from sin is uh blood that makes remission for sins. Uh, that being said, uh, Yeshua being our sin offering, uh, you know, his blood purifies from all sin, it says in scripture. And um, so once again, this would be uh, an offering that um, we would not need any longer because of the work of Yeshua, that he has fulfilled this. Um, Obviously, for uh, the temple uh, being in use again, uh, as they are hoping to do over in Israel, this is very important that they uh, begin uh, to utilize the ashes of the red heifer again, uh, if everything is going to be done according to what it says in Scripture. So this is something that to look forward to, or look, look uh, for, as they are talking about rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem, you're going to hear more about the red heifer. Uh, in fact, um, 
yeah, there are there's a site specifically talking about uh, the rebuilding of the temple that has a lot of good information on uh, the red heifer and um, if you get an opportunity if you just actually type in red heifer uh, that site will come up and it's called the temple institute but it has information regarding uh, the red heifer both its uses back then and what they're trying to do today once again as a jew who believes in yeshua um, i see this as uh, a type of of um, the blood of, of uh, Messiah shed for us and a reminder that as we go through um, the waters of purification, as we, and, and, and I'm talking about the water of the word, but it's reminded, it, we're reminded that it requires blood. It requires the death, the sacrificial death. In this case with the red heifer, it was of an animal, but in our case, the sacrificial death of the Messiah um, cleanse us from all sin and uh, will also purify us from sin. Um, so it's a good reminder, uh, especially a good reminder of the holiness of God, that this was something else that he required. Um, I know one of the rabbis uh, wrote uh, quite a bit about the Red Heifer, had a book that went out of print, but um, if, you, if you go to the Temple Institute, it talks about it. But um, he was also talking about the connection uh, back to the original heifer that was burned because what they were supposed to do is they were always supposed to mix old ashes in with new ashes. So ashes of a previous red heifer that was sacrificed in with the ashes of a new red heifer that was sacrificed. Uh, basically keeping a connection with uh, the original sacrifice. And uh, so that's that I think was kind of interesting. Anyways, uh, it's still kind of a mystery. Uh, maybe one day when the Messiah returns, he will explain all of it to us, especially the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet. Um, hyssop was used to uh, spread blood on the doorpost, I know, for Pesach, for Passover. Uh, the cedar wood would give off a a wonderful scent as it was being burned. Um, so all we know is that it is for purifying from sin. That's all that we are told really in the Torah regarding this, that it was something that they were commanded to do. Um, so I don't have a lot more for you regarding the red heifer, but um, uh, it's something definitely worthy of study. So why don't we go ahead and close with the Aaronic Blessing. And Yivarechach Adonai v'yishmarecha, Ye'er Adonai p'nav elecha v'hunecha, Yisa Adonai p'nav elecha, V'yasem lecha, Shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you so much and have a wonderful week and have a great Shabbat and read more about the red heifer. It's definitely worth uh, studying and looking at and Shalom. Have a great day. God bless you. Amen.